This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, my name is Daryl Ong and this is Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. We're going to be talking about a lesser known sport this week for our monthly series called That's a Sport. On this show, we combine football, table tennis and sepak takro for a new sport called tag ball. Tagball was founded in 2017 in Hungary, where the inventors wanted to create a game that would enhance football skills and provide a fun way to improve technique. It's played on a curved table called the tag table, which kind of resembles a mini tennis court. The game involves players using different parts of their body to control and pass a football across the table to their opponents. Tagball is widely known as the fastest growing sport in the world, gained international recognition and been embraced by professional footballers, amateur enthusiasts and sports fans around the world. It's also included as part of the ongoing SEA Games in Cambodia as an exhibition sport, with the Malaysian contingent recently earning two bronze medals in Phnom Penh. Joining us this week is the president of the Malaysian Tech Ball Association, MTA, KJ Siva, as we find out more about the growing sport. Basically, uh, as you said, uh, it originated from Hungary in 2012. Uh, it was invented as the uh, football training tool first. That's why they used the football size 5. Mm. So then from 2012, uh, move forward, 2016, the Hungarian uh, counterpart, they have decided to make this as in a sports by itself. So the government have uh, pushed the, the, the uh, inventors. There's a three person mainly involved, Gabo, Victor and Bosani. Three of them are in a, their own different fields. One is an investor, another one is a footballer, ex-Hungarian footballer. Another one is basically the designer come up with the, with the, with the table design. And there's a lot of lots of time they ask me why the ta- table is curved. The reason why is is when they kick the ball the other side, the opponent side, so that scientifically the ball will move fast and will yeah. bounce to the player. Yeah, bounce. Yeah. So so then uh, I've been introduced to tech ball in 2017. So I I, I traveled to Hungary to meet up with the the, the, the owners. So oh. then I I took the uh, uh, the NF National Federation. Right. Mm. Then currently we have about 176 countries mm. around the world mm. playing uh, registered. And then we have a body called FITEC, F-I-T-E-Q. Something like for football is FIFA, for us is FITEC, the mm. IF International Federation. Yeah. So it's a sport that's still pretty much in its infancy. Uh, I'm sure there are you know a lot of international tournaments happening. Uh, recently you came back from the SEA Games, which we'll get into uh, in a little bit. But before we get into the nitty-gritty, KJ... Um, you, you you mentioned that you started the federation and you started getting interested in tech ball in 2017. But actually, what inspired you to, you know, start this whole revolution in Malaysia to become the president of MTA? And also, what are your goals for the organization? To be honest, when I started, I have, I have no idea. All right. You know, like always, you said, love first, you know, love is first sight. So, I mean, I, I do involve, I was, I was, I was never represented sports in terms of uh, in any for a state player whatsoever, but I was an active uh, sportsman back in school. And I played football, handball, hockey, almost all the sports, you know, I played. <laughs> so, when I get an opportunity to look at something new, this is like a newborn baby. Right, so you, you need to take the baby to to walk and all that. So that's why then I took it as a challenge to myself that I mean, if if not for the IF International Federation, you know, I wouldn't think that I'm here today because they have they have really pushed 
push everyone in the around the globe to to bring this sport mm. see so that's the if you ask me to answer you uh, there was no any specific uh, goal when i started right but now as we moving forward so we 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 have a dream you know to take this to olympic you know and of course uh, contribute in, in in some way like you mentioned you know um there's uh, mta has been around for a few years now um how has tagball evolved in malaysia since it was first introduced and in your opinion what do you think the future holds for the sport uh, the the sport historically if you look at the the sport how it been played you know it's have an element of sepak takraw that's right so, yeah. so, and so table so tennis Yeah, table tennis. So definitely, it's an Asian sport. All these Asian sport, you know, uh, Indonesia, Thailand, us, Malaysia, mm. because we play sepak takraw. So anyone can play sepak takraw, can take up this sport in one minute, right? Because the only thing is they need to gauge where the to how far they have to send the ball the other side. That's mm. the only challenge first time. So in terms of development of the sport, uh, there are few areas to look into it. Why? First thing is you do not need to have an arena. The biggest cost of building an arena, like for swimming, you need to have a swimming pool. For hockey, you need to have a hockey court. But for this sport, you only need to have a piece of table, and the, you can play anywhere. The tag ball table, though. The no. table, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ball table. So you can play anywhere. You can play in football field. You can play in hockey court, badminton court, anything. So that's why one of the key reason why the sports been picked up very fast in Europe because uh, there's no major investment mm. needed. To, 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 to run the sport. Mm. On, on, yes. that, on that note, uh, KJ, there's around 140 national federations to date. Um, Techball is described as the fastest growing sport in the world. Hard to disagree with that, but what can you say about Uh, the sports growth in Asia as compared mm. to the Western counterparts because in on the leaderboards the Western counterparts are still you know one of the best countries uh, in tech ball right I mean so so when I went and visited uh, Hungary in 2017 my founders and the presidents they said we not even have started in Europe yet at that point of time but then you are from Asia so so now slowly the first embark uh, project that the, the fitech is doing basically is is for sea games so they have done with the european sport they have spent a lot of money there so now they are slowly coming down to asia so now we are looking at another 2 to 3 years in mm. 2025 uh, we will be in sea uh, games in thailand so so definitely they already plan a uh, promotion a uh, competitions asian open southeast asia open so all these are coming up so mm. definitely uh 2017 to now is very much of finding the base preparing the players you know coordination uh, working with the the, the embassies uh, working with the kbs so so we were we were more doing homework uh, planting doing a farming kind of a thingy mm. so now in, in about to the fruit basically yeah mm, that's great to hear that's great to hear um but bunch of former footballers uh, like Ronaldinho Robert Perez are all ambassadors uh, of tagball um what do you think sets tagball apart from other sport and what do you think attracts athletes and fans to the sport because while watching it it's a great spectator sport yeah. um in general in general the the table the tagball table you can play five different types of sports okay you can play volleyball you can play handball you can play football Uh, you can play tennis and you, you can play volleyball uh, what they call uh, ping pong mm. all right so we have actually when we started in 2017 we have sent a table to ISN a little homework with ISN and then they said currently all the players that rehab players are uh, started to use the five different sports on the table as a warm up session oh. so okay. so the table actually uh, contributed towards the sports development 
and also uh, towards the different sports. Huh. It's not purely. I mean, tag ball is an uh, Olympic sport. I mean, a, a medal sport. Mm-hmm. I can say tag ball is a medal sport. But we have another four sport, which is a commercial sport. And then, uh, when you ask me what is so different about this sport compared to any other sport, I mean, I would say it's more of lifestyle because it's not a, just a sport. It's, it's a lifestyle. You can play at home. Uh, you can play one person. You just can flip the table in this way. Hmm. You go back home. You can just play. And then mainly, uh, the sports have been used by other football. I mean, especially in, in Malaysia, we have JDT is using tech ball as one of their tra- training tool. Uh, KL City FC is u- using uh, one of the you know so so these are the quite number of teams are already uh, using the table as a training tool. Hmm. A training tool, but also one point you brought out as a recovery tool. So for yeah. players who want to ease them back into the elite level spot, they use tag ball as well. Yes, it's just as an, uh, a tool that to rehearse because you, uh, you the other sports physically you have to go out to the court or you have to go outside and all that. So this the sport basically coming to you. So what's one of the greatest thing about tech ball is the sport is coming to you. That's great. That's great. Um, okay, let's get into the nitty gritty now, KJ. Uh, give us a rundown of the rules uh, in competitive tech ball tournaments. For example, okay. like the SEA Games that just happened. Okay. So basically, as you know, the sports can be played by single or doubles. Okay. And then we have category like badminton. We have male, female, single, doubles, male, female, and then a mixed double. All right. 12 points. Uh, each each game uh, valued at 12 points. And then best of three. Best of, best three. of three. Three mm. sets. Mm. Um, every player is allowed to serve four times for the first time. Four times. And then, of course, uh, first two serving, even you make any fall, is not calculated. Okay. It's outside. And then the most famous and the most challenging part of the tag ball for the empire is when the ball hit the edge. So it's called edge ball. That's why we see a video, they will say edge ball, edge ball. Okay. So it's very, very technical because at one point of time, it will hit the edge. One point of time, it will hit the metal. So that's why the, the, the empires have to be really careful in this. So four serving every first time and then it repeats four, uh, eight. So the marking system and then best of three, mm. uh, 12 points. It used to be uh, 21 and then they change it to 12. Okay. And then another challenging part of the sport is, let's say I'm serving serving the, the to you. You are returning the ball to me uh, in, let's say, by head. Mm-hmm. When I resend back to you, you cannot send back to me for the second time with the same body part. Oh. This, this is to avoid, let's say if you are very good at head or very good at uh, one part of the body except for hand, right? So that's why they make sure that when you return twice, first time you successfully have returned to me and I return back to you, again, the, the fourth time when you return back to me, it have to be a different body part. Okay, how about left leg and right leg? Can. Can, okay. So, so... So, uh, there's a different body part. Basically, it's just uh, whichever part you use to send out the ball, it must come back different in a different way. Mm. So what would you say then is the skill that's required? You know, we, we mentioned how a tag ball is a combination of sepak takraw, football and table tennis. Table tennis is more of an infrastructure type of thing, so you take that out of the picture. But would you say footballers or sepak takraw players make better tag ball players? The, compared to futsaler, footballer and sepak takraw players, the, as, as we have seen the video now, the viral... The, the Thailand players, you know, they lipat. So, Sepa Takro is the number one. Okay. <laughs> Sepa Takro is the number one hmm. uh, players to pick up fast. But we basically looking at an original player, if possible, you know, a few years down on the line, we want an original uh, tech ball player hmm. compared to this three. Yeah. Understand, understand. All right, on to the association now. How do you source for players uh, to play tech ball? Okay. Right. Currently, we are getting a set of players from 
ex football players ex okay. futsal players uh, ex sepatakro players as the national team today we have uh, two sepatakro players one futsal players and one football player and few i mean mostly uh, football and futsal players Understand. at the moment talking a bit now about you just returned from the sea games in Phnom Penh Cambodia uh, tag ball was featured as an exhibition sport uh, in Phnom Penh you guys won two bronze medals congrats on that Thanks. achievement uh, talk to us a bit a bit a bit about your time in Cambodia how was the experience like and what were some of the lessons taken away from the campaign okay first of all i think i need to thank my my iaf international federation to make this as a possible whenever like when i speak to someone before this last year when i said we are going to uh, sea games most probably they're laughing at me they mm. said this sport is just about four years old and there's many sports around the world i mean around asia which never made it uh, i think this is a, a hard work done by our iaf international federation um, with that Uh, it's totally a new experience for me because uh, I do involve with sports, but not as a uh, federation, mm. as, an, uh, as an event agency, yes, uh, but not as, an, uh, as a person that personally involved, bring the team, sit there, watch the game. Yeah. And I saw like how every country, every players, uh, even though they are not uh, in tech ball, uh, when they are playing some other sports, they have their free time. Uh, the messages they send out okay we are here please come and support us so it's a total new game new ball game and then it's really given us lots of uh, uh, hope that we will come back with a better and bigger and also meeting up with a lot of people like from different different uh, countries uh, empires coaches uh, ocm or olympic council of uh, different different countries mm. so really open up that that we really need to work harder you mm. know compared to once we have seen the teams play Uh, we have to come back and really do a lot of lot of homework here. Mm. We go back to Thailand, and then it's been announced that it's a hundred percent medal spot in Thailand. That's right. Yeah, mm. 25, Yes. Mm. Mm. Uh, what were the two bronze medals expected, or were you expecting? Uh, actually, we were hoping for hoping for two gold medal because because in that uh, category we are only allowed to send three uh, teams. Right. In fact, when we have five, mm. uh, but I think people have changed. People have uh, performed well. So we we really have to respect those uh, players, especially the Singaporean female. Uh, she have got a uh, she was just 14 years old. So that's really brings a, a new game, a new hope for everyone because mm. she is not a, a famous uh, player for any sport. Mm. She taken up and and that's a really bring up. But we are really thankful to the coaches, uh, to our Malaysian coaches, who have really worked hard to make this happen. Mm. Let's talk about that now. How does the association source for coaches? You know, like we mentioned, it's a new sport. How do you know that they are well versed uh, with tag ball? Okay. In 2018, we had a training, uh, and it's been conducted by uh, IF, the representative from International uh, Federation, Hungary. They mm. came down, mm. so we had a level one. So now. In order to you to be a uh, certified as a first uh, level three coach, you don't ha- you just have to go online, sit for the exam, which is which is accredited by FITEC okay. by Hungary itself. Mm. So you can go to the website fitech.org. Uh, There's all the details are there. You just register, you become a become a coach. Then the level two will be physical. 
Hmm. So that's where that's where those coaches we have we have uh, worked with basically they have passed through the uh, level three and also the physical physical and more to, more than that they really have showed their their interest. I think the most important thing is the is the interest yeah. that they have contributed. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, talking a bit about you know the different cultures and the different styles of play that you saw at the Sea Games, what what differentiates Malaysia from say countries like uh, Cambodia, Singapore, Indonesia, or even Thailand? I think for us, Malaysia being the first pioneer country uh, in in Asia to mm. take up well, I would say the first country in Asia to take up tech ball. Our players are well equipped with the rules. Mm. I think most of the challenges on the opponent side was they could not understand the rules. Right. Yeah, we have already mastered that. So the next level we need to go is like more on the maybe on the, on the physical. Uh, I think the one. I may have no rights to to, to to describe because my coach knows better the better about them. Mm. But uh, we should do more rehearsal, more training, like basically to to acquire that. Yeah. Mm. Um, who are some of the powerhouses in the region and beyond? Okay, basically powerhouse. I would say in Asia. In fact, now uh, we are proud to say that Thailand is is an extreme powerhouse. Uh, in the which world. Is already giving a big fight to the top three in the world yep. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think then we are definitely looking at Cambodia, uh, Malaysia, uh, and then also Brunei is, is actually very, very interesting players they mm-hmm. have. So, so I think the Southeast Asian players have the the physical appearance of Sepa Takrov. So that's really going to make us uh, one of the powerhouse powerhouse spots for, for tank ball. That's interesting. That's great to know. Um, it's good, like you mentioned, you know, set to be included in the SEA Games in Thailand 2025 as a medal tally sport. Um, it's a positive step for sure in the ultimate goal of being um, included in the Olympics, right? Um, I think uh, vying for a sport in the 2028 Olympics. Um, in your opinion, you've been in the game for so long now, what must be improved on for it to be a competitive and entertaining spectator sport at the world's biggest games? Okay, basically, it's have to be given uh, more views uh, in terms of uh, reaching out to, to people because many of them are surprised to, to, to see this as a sport. So the most important thing now, uh, the biggest task that the MTA uh, has is basically to bring this sport out to many people possible, right. you know, them to know. Mm. Then I think it's that's the biggest challenge now that we are facing. Mm. Uh, let's talk about that now. What is the reception like uh, in Malaysia when you know you head to the grassroots? Are people open to playing and learning this new sport? Mostly they are excited about the sport, but the biggest challenge is the availability of the table. That's right. Yeah. In, in the place that we wanted to do, so that's what we are trying to sort now. Uh, finding sponsors, talking to KBS, how can they support us? And what, what's the ballpark price range of the TechBall table? Uh, a table now, there's a, a different category. Uh, there's a, a three different category. Entry level is just 7,005. Hmm. Then there's a competition series, which mainly uh, not been sold in anywhere of the, any part of the world. It basically just been given out. Uh, that is about 16,000 ringgit. Mm, wow. And we, we have uh, a very interesting table. It's called uh, TechSmart. TechSmart, which is priced at 24,000, which mainly used by rich and famous people around the world. Right. And to surprise, we have about the distributors told me they almost sold 35 units to a local Malaysians. Wow. So I'm, I'm about to find out who is the owners because, <laughs> because it's really look, I mean, mm. when you have a big 
bungalow we have a table which is that price so so what are mta's plans to bring the sport to a wider audience than down the line you know are you planning to organize more local tournaments or even you know spread tag ball at even the school level okay when we presented tag ball to uh, yb hanayo mm. uh, kbs so her her request was to host the national league she said only by organizing the league you'll get more pool of play- players yep. but now we're having a chicken and egg situation here if you have a table you need need a player if you have a player you, you need a table so the first uh, uh, request or the first uh, mandate that the exco all of us are working towards is to have a home of tech ball okay. so we have requested uh, kbs to support us in finding a uh, place that where we can make it as our home and we can make it open to everyone without any fees i think we have to let people feel first the sport we have to we have to bring them in every week every night or maybe every weekend we have a tag ball or open house let them play so now the the priority is basically to reach out the most and possible uh, people that we can we can go out and we also like basically speaking to many uh, potential sponsors to support a movement mm. in terms of taking out the table going to a shopping mall uh, public parks uh, international school public uh, public school so this this basically reaching out and and we have about eight states already been registered mm. so far mm. uh, so we 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 were it's easy to start a national league because the eight states are quite active okay. uh, supporting us mm. so in that angle reaching out to the public to the school level i think that's the biggest uh, biggest focus now that's great um is the plan also to run you know in parallel with sepak takraw events you know, because you, you mentioned that it's similar right in comparison yeah uh, our head coach and head of technical have spoken to one of the schools in penang which is purely producing uh, sepak takraw players now so uh, we are just waiting for their answer that may most likely we're going to have a few tables there so that to see like not everyone get to play for states and and for the national team and those those like wanted to uh, take up something else then we may give them an option to take up tech ball mm. um other than that the sport is still pretty much in a awareness level right there's still work that needs to be spread out how does mta plan to promote and increase participation in tech ball at both the grassroots and professional level at the moment uh, we are looking at uh, potential partners especially shopping mall to go in yeah. and uh, to mm. get them support so what what we did basically for the national team to to go to myanmar uh, sorry to go to uh, cambodia mm-hmm. we basically uh, had a sponsor which is a hotel so basically instead of asking them money we tell them give us an accommodation and food so so we are going in that kind of a, a model so that uh, if a mall has a space and then they can allow us to come in and promote over the weekend I think that is the best way to go in rather than asking them to sponsor us in cash. Mm, yeah, yeah. In time is better better movement at mm, the moment. For sure. Uh, last few questions KJ for people listening to this now really interested in tech ball wanting to give it a go be it leisurely or competitively how can one get started with tech ball? How can we find a tech ball table in KL? Okay. At the moment uh, there's an a sports center called RKS which has a table there you can, you can reach out to them or you can actually write to us uh, at the MTA we have social media Malaysian Tech Ball Association uh, if, let's say you have more than 10 people want to play for a weekend we will definitely accommodate that in some or other way to reach out to you mm. you know either we bring the table to you 
or we will take you to the table. <laughs> that's great. Again, that's uh, MTA on Facebook, Malaysian Tech Power Association. Um, KJ, last question. What does the rest of 2023 look like? Do you have any tournaments planned on the horizon? Okay, 2023 is going to be a very important year because the National League, the first league will be introduced. Uh, we are looking at uh, November to December mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they are speaking to some few people now. So basically, they want us to take this league up. So And then a stronger homework need to be done to have the better national team for the future because we have a World Cup every year in Hungary, uh, Germany and all these places. So we are trying to have a team to reach out there as well. So the most important uh, for 2023 is going to be reaching out to more people on the level, all levels. That was KJ Siva, the president of the Malaysian Tech Ball Association. As this week on That's a Sport, we're finding out all about tech ball. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's program. If you'd like to revisit that interview, you can head over to our website, www.bfm.my. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name's Daryl Ong, and this has been Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week, only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.